Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for that time of year where the leaves start turning, get a little crisp in the air, and when it comes moving towards fall, it always makes me think of football. Isn't that strange, since you were a three-year defensive lineman at uh, UGA? There's something about it. The football, the, 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 again, it just makes, it's my favorite time of year. Now, you know, I'm just wondering what you have a fa- I know what your favorite college team is. You can go ahead and say that. But anything beyond that, beyond the University of Georgia? I've never, well, of course, uh, growing up in Mississippi, uh, and I was in Mississippi as a kid when Ole Miss was the dominant team, not only in the Southeast, but one of the top teams in the nation as well. So I've been an Ole Miss fan for a long time, even though I'm from Mississippi. I didn't go to Ole Miss, didn't attend there. But if you were growing up during the Ole Miss heydays, uh, that was that was your team. And you lived and died for Saturdays, just like people in Georgia do now for the Bulldogs, where you got uh, your experience on the field. So we're talking about football. We've got the University of Georgia talking Ole Miss. Now we have we have our we have Carl Libba back with us in the studio. Yeah. I'm Bo Henderson talking with Dr. Bill Lampton, and we have a guest today, Sean Wilburn with Cloudland Wines. And I'm going to go ahead and bring Sean in. Welcome to North Georgia Business Radio X. Thank you so much. So nice to be here. Really so, so yeah, well, me and Bill were talking a little bit about fall and football. Do you, Sean? Do you have a favorite football team? Well, uh, football in the form of soccer probably if that was the kind of football we're talking about i'm a big foosball uh, foosball yes yeah, uh the football that you play with your feet yeah, yeah. exactly Carl. Yeah. exactly yeah. yeah uh big atlanta united fan over here uh, okay but, uh, yeah so yeah. so that's not in the sec i'm taking <laughs> uh, okay no it's it's played at that big mercedes benz thing that we've got there downtown atlanta what about you so, carl so atlanta united. Uh, yeah so i'm i'm with sean on this i'm a i'm a manchester united fan uh third generation so uh, from the cradle, I remember, you know, my my um, parents and grandparents talking about Manchester United, and I remember my son who just turned eight uh, this last weekend. And you know how on social media pops up pictures of, you know, uh, you sent me one, Bo, and your him. memories, yeah, yeah, all the memories. Bo sent me one of him holding Charlie, and literally in the hospital room, I put a little Manchester United beanie on him <laughs> and a little Manchester United. So they didn't, he didn't even have a chance, like brainwash, so, yeah, yeah, from yeah. from the beginning well i mean i was thinking football americano all right that's what but i got it but i will agree with you this time of year the thing you're looking forward to because i married into a uga family so we do the whole tailgate and there's nothing like athens in the fall and really just if you live in the south anytime the humidity drops below 85 you're just happy to do anything Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, this is North Georgia Business Radio X, the voice of local business. So we've got our football stuff. We, we like to talk, you know, life, football, sports, whatever. But let's talk a little bit about business, Carl. I know our local chamber, the Greater Hall Chamber of Commerce, they always have some good things going on. What do you see this week? Well, actually, the big thing that they have coming up is their Fall 2021 Job Fair and Career Expo. So this is actually going to be on Thursday, September 9th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Gainesville Civic Center. So for job seekers, this annual community fair features 60-plus employer booths. 
And it's a great opportunity to learn about area companies that are hiring. And so be prepared to meet employers face-to-face and complete job applications, even on-site. The event is open to the public, and there's no admission fee for job seekers. Now, for you employers, I know we're in a market right now, post-COVID, where employers are looking for great qualified employees. The job fair is a great opportunity to recruit qualified employees. The annual event draws hundreds of job seekers. Booth space, however, is limited, but sponsorships are available. So for more information, you can contact Amanda Lewis at 770-532-6206 or alewis at ghcc.com. So I don't want to hear any excuses that I can't find a job. I know... I just know that's bull. I'm just going to be blunt. Yeah, yeah. September 9th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Gainesville Civic Center. That's where you want to be. And, and, you're, and you're right, Carl. I've, I've heard every year there are 500 to 600 applicants who show up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and it's amazing to me, again, because I come from a country in which jobs are scarce. Even now, jobs are scarce. And to live in a place where we live now where you see help wanted signs almost everywhere, you have something like the Chamber of Commerce that's doing this beautiful thing for both employers and employees to basically make speed dating available. So if you come on that date and you're ready to apply for a job, there's probably an employer that is is, is waiting for you. And for employers, there are employees, if you're going, well, where are all the good employees? Well, the hungry ones are showing up at things like this because they're, they are seeking a, a good culture and a good job. Yeah, and, you know, there's a, a lot of it. This part breaks my heart. We'll have um, everywhere from, from my barber to a lot of our good friends and local restaurants that come on the show. I've had several examples where they're saying, I'm having to shut down a day every once in a while just to give the people that will show up and work a break. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping some things will will. will change and pass and we're actually incentivizing good behavior of people coming out getting this community rolling and filling these jobs that are out there yeah and you see these social media posts these days and you know i know sean's working you know in a space that's dealing with the public all the time and i know that that's a privilege and an honor but at the same time i see social media posts now where people are putting signage on the front of doors where people are coming in whether it's retail or food or even maybe a winery going hey please be kind we're the ones who chose to show up Right. You know. Well, we're talking about Sean Wilburn with Cloudland Cloud uh, Wines, and we'll get into that in a minute, but we're talking about this employee. What have you seen with employees? Yeah. Hard to find good help? Gosh, or it's, just... it's a constant. It's the one thing that has to be on drip constantly in your uh, management team's uh, thought process. It, you have to keep that pipeline going now even more so. And in the most recent uh, time – how do you compete right now? You have to be so competitive as an employer and as a management team, you know, uh, you got to get creative and it, and it, and sometimes monetary, you mean, you mean to find the right employees and to get them on board? Yes, sir. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and Keep retain them. and retain. Yeah. And, but, and but so. surely Sean, you have an unfair competitive advantage because yes, I mean, it's all the wine, right? Yeah. I mean, surely that's the yeah. way. I mean, my wife heard that you were going to be on the show today, and she's like, that's one day I'll trade in for you. I'll come and talk to Sean about all the wine, because we've been before, and we love it. But surely, yeah. are there any of those perks that you've had to be creative about in this season? Sure. I think I think the benefit that we have is, like you said, Carl, we've got that kind of cool factor. It's a fun industry to be in. It's interesting, and, and people feel what you're doing is interesting. So there's that, that intangible reward from that. But... Uh, uh, definitely, you know, and, 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 and we try to bring staff in that touch all aspects of the business. So you're in the vineyard, 
uh, one day, you're bottling another day, uh, you're at the tasting room uh, engaging guests about our wines. Uh, so it's not monotonous. It's not monotonous at all. And, and all of that keeps it interesting and engaging, and you're really in a great, um, a really well-rounded experience there when you work for a winery. You know, and I always tell all of my staff, I've been in the industry now for almost 10 years, there's so many directions that you can take the wine industry, whether it be being a sommelier or uh, working in distribution or working at a winery and the multiple things that you could do in a winery, you know, so it's uh, it's a cool business. And, and I always said, you know, so I was in real estate and finance mm-hmm. prior to and that's when I got in fell in love with wine. But uh uh, those, those professions make you want to drink, I guess. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's when I was introduced to it, of course. And then, uh, and then watching the market uh, nosedive in 08, 09, and all of us felt that impact. People in wine, just cruising. When, mm-hmm. when things are good, you need wine. When things, things are, are bad, not even spike a little You bit. need one, yeah. So, uh, so it's a good industry all around, yeah. So. Well, but, in fact, uh, during... COVID, I've read that that um, alcohol consumption definitely went up. For one thing, people were, were not at a job all day long. Yeah. You were yeah. having to drive. All right, so we're talking about <laughs> not drinking and driving. We're talking about wine. We talked about our sports team. But I want to dig in with Sean Kilburn with, uh, with Cloudland Wines. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton, Carl Libba. We'll be right back with a whole lot more right here on The Voice of Local Business, North Georgia Business Radio X. Local business and wine. Believe it or not, that is a great combination that we're talking about today. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton, Carl Liva, and our guest, Sean Gilburn with Cloudland Wines. And before we went to the break, we were just talking a little bit about the business, but I want to put that off for a minute. Everybody's excited about hearing about the wine, and I even want you to teach a little wine class, give us a little education here in a minute. But, Sean, I just want to learn a little bit more about you. So give me a little background about you, where you come from, what got you to here. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i from Buford, Georgia. Okay. So, right uh, up the road. Yeah, right right down the road. Uh, born and raised, uh, moved away, got into music and played music uh Fumbled through college, you know. You know, I just wanted to play music. Yeah. <laughs> what did you play? Uh, guitar, mandolin, sang. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It was so my career path as well. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We used to play out in Athens and had a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, moved down to Florida just to say, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get going here. Because that's what uh, people do. They go, I gotta get serious. Yes. Let me move to Florida. Let's yes. go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Let me go to Daytona Beach and get serious right now. So I uh, went to college at uh, Daytona State University, actually, and uh, I, that's where I found wine. Uh, I, I got a lot it. of people do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, I was um, in real estate, got into real estate during a really good time, and um, would buy our customers uh, and clients a bottle of wine. I didn't know what I was buying, and and. It came one day. I was, I was sipping on a glass of Chardonnay, and I just like, wow, this is everything 
that I've always loved in life since a kid. I loved gardening. I loved uh, building things. Always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Did entrepreneurial things as a kid, even uh, from a Christmas tree stand with Georgia pines by the road to lemonade and car washes. Just always wanted to be in business for myself. And looking into that glass of wine, it was like, you know, there's music, there's there's business, there's this, but like, this is my passion. Mm. This is everything that I've always loved in life, boom, in one thing. And so I pushed down the idea of following that dream for years. I kept pushing it down. Uh, I, I, uh, after real estate um, took, a, took a hit in 08, 09, I got... Uh, into uh, finance and, and did finance for a while, all kept pushing down this idea, uh, academia for a, a little while, then finance, and, and just each time going, no, you can't go follow your dream, you can't follow your dream. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was in finance, I'm sitting there two years in going, what am I doing, man? You know, what a great gift this mysterious thing is called life, you know? And so at that moment, I'm just like, I'm going to leave it all. I don't care if I'm making $10 an hour. I'm going to learn this business. I'm going to do this and do it well. And then all the steps along the way are going to get me closer and closer to having my own business. And that was that was the plan. So I left it all, went to work uh, at Chateau Alain, just whatever they would give me. Uh, yeah. Working in the vineyard at first. And uh, then then the, the owner at the time, he's like, you're you were in finance, you, you know, director for large, or what are you doing down here? I need you upstairs helping me with the business side. So I kind of got into the business side of the winery. Um, and that led to, uh, 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 distribution and a lot of other things, uh, within Chateau Alain, but then, uh, Biltmore as well. And, uh, yeah, that's Biltmore States and Biltmore Nashville. State, Nashville, yeah. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, Nice uh, spot. Yeah, great spot. Great company. Wonderful. I'm talking. We could do a whole segment on what how to how to how to run a family business with those guys. Just wow. a really really uh, great group. But uh, slept in my car three years uh, as the director of winery operations of Biltmore Estate. The only way mm-hmm. I could make that work is if I could just didn't rent a house right. <laughs> and kept my house down here with my family, my beautiful family here so i uh i i didn't tell anybody that now it's on radio so but wow. uh, that's right uh so, that, that's so very admirable yeah so yeah. I, i'm gonna have to ask a question there kind of peel back so your family is that immediate family like kids like what are yeah, we talking about uh, wife and two boys wow. yeah yeah and we were gonna move to Asheville, but you know just too much going on down here and pulling the kids out and that was a dream job, and it was a great opportunity. I wanted to go and contribute, and obviously prove something to myself, but also too, I really wanted to go and learn, you know, sure. and build a help build continue to build that network. All while, uh, um, build, you know, I had planted my vineyard in 2015, and I left to Biltmore in 2015. So here I'm trying to manage this vineyard, commercial size vineyard back and forth driving to driving to Asheville wow. and uh uh four or five nights in Asheville and then you know uh, a few nights back home and uh so yeah so well, and, wait I got to interrupt you there so yeah. so there's something I think we need to stop and pull out that point so I think a lot of people in a lot of cases and especially we talk about people employees but they see the result today they say oh that's cool that yeah. business Sean has yeah or it's cool what Bill and and Carl's been able to do and I can tell you with what I do today is that it might 
might be nice now, but there was a lot of things that went into getting there. Man. So it's kind of a cool story that it wasn't just you had this great idea and it just worked out seamlessly. Yeah. yeah I was, and you probably wouldn't have learned the way you did, too, if it did. Oh, man, yeah. Now, I was telling somebody yesterday, one of my favorite statements is, I became an overnight success after 20 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's how it feels. You All those that 10 years of building a vineyard, planning, the sacrifices and the... Uh, I mean, gosh, the sacrifices. I mean, geez, you know, it's amazing. But yeah, you're right, but people don't see that part. You know, they don't see that part. So it is. Well, important. I'm I'm picturing uh, winter nights in Asheville. Yeah, and in, 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 in your car. Yeah, and, and, my gosh, that's it's no joke. Uh, I've got a picture on my phone. There was, it, it, it snowed 18 inches. I think no, no, it went to 18 degrees, and it was like 12 inches or something like that. And I got out of my car the next morning, and it was just caked on. And, I, of course, selfie moment right there. <clears throat> but believe it or not, the cold was more manageable than the heat. Mm. I believe it. Yeah, I could oh, bundle yeah. up in the cold. Can't get nights. more naked in your car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was brutal. Well, I found sudden, mountaintops on the summer nights for sure. Yeah. So. All of a sudden, your wife's getting a phone call to bail you out because you're like, I couldn't be any more clothed in my car. Yeah, it's just too I hot. And you got taken to jail. Promise, bro. <laughs> promise. It's just yeah, sleeping. The other thing, too, like vote pulling out, you know, when you're talking, especially people who are coming along the dream a couple years after it started to, in your case, literally bear fruit. That's hard to like understand as well as the community aspect of that because that's the cool reason I ask the mm. question I ask. My job, whether it was as a musician or now somebody who helps run brands for other companies, there's a lot required of your family that they have to give up. Mm-hmm. Like your time gone, your time being back and forth. And I think what's beautiful about this is if the dream is large enough and they, they can catch that, it feels like you're all serving that dream. It's not like yeah. they're losing you because you're chasing something that's more valuable. Yeah. Is that something that you've experienced for your wife and kids? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that was my hope, too. You know, there would be times when I would be in the vineyard. I had been at Biltmore for five days. I come home to a, a vineyard that's screaming, you know, manage me. Uh, or I'm going to get out of hand, you know, so I would, the two days I'd be home, sometimes I'd be out in the field, literally with my shoulders facing the house, um, looking in there going, there's my family inside. Mm -hmm. I've been gone for five days and they're inside and I'm out here so many times. And, and so, so that was, that was going on in my head, but you know, my boys and Robin and, uh, you know, yeah, you know, there was a big sacrifice there, too. You know, we did really well, and we, we, we fought really hard to <clears throat> make sure that uh, we kept that family time rich and meaningful. But, yeah, man, uh, sacrifices all around, you know, big time. Still, We're, even, yeah. We've, we've got a great story on dedication today. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and one of the things, Sean, I want to get to, talking about uh, everything that it took to get to where you are is – for those listening, let's get to what is, is taking us half the show, but what is Cloudland Wines? Yeah. How do we get there? What do we do? And when we come back from the break, I want us to dig into what it is today. And then I'll just go ahead and, and let you know what I'm going to do later. I'm going to say, where do you think it's going down the road? Because I know most, I got a feeling you got a vision out there. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton, Carl Libba, our special guest, Sean Wilburn with Cloudland Wines. We'll be right back. You're listening to the voice of local business, North Georgia Business Radio X.
I don't know about you guys, but anytime I find a new place to go on date night um, with with Tabitha, heck, I'll go with you guys. <laughs> date night with my guys. But it, but but so we're talking to Cloudland Wines. I'm sorry, Cloudland Wines there with Sean Wilburn. We promise Bo hasn't been sampling That's right. any. The samples are for wine. after the show. That's yeah. right. Uh, but or were they before the show? Uh, could be. But we've been talking with Sean, and, and Sean was sharing a lot of this the, the passion and the dream, and, and finally getting to the point to say I'm going to chase the dream and what it took to get there. And I get the the idea of things are better now, but let's just kind of tie that up in a bow. Yeah, of. yeah. No, that's it. Like like Carl Carl was alluding to that. The, all of that sacrifice and being able to, although there were times away and all that time away, away it's coming back double fault now. You know, I'm, I'm home, I'm, I'm working in the field uh, right outside and coming in and, and out all day long to the point where I'm probably driving everybody crazy. I wish I'd go back to Asheville probably, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's been uh, it's been really nice to see it all come to fruition. So it's so. compulsive. They're back a part of it now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking to Sean Wilburn with Cloudland Wines. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton, Carl Lima, and we're just digging in a little more to uh, something that came up for me I was curious about. Was there ever, was this, was it a progression of I'm stacking a piece, I'm stacking or was there ever a moment where there's like a big break, like the property became available? Does the per- I mean, was there ever this this nice here really moved you forward, or was it just? Yeah, it it was lots of layers. It was okay. lots of long layers, um, just from establishing the vineyard. Uh, I always joke if you, you don't have money, you better have time, and <laughs> if you don't have time, you better have money. And mm-hmm. I had no money, so I just took a long time, right. you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, just layered all those things on. And I think the final thing was the, the, the licensing, the, the state license, the, the municipal mm-hmm. license, and the federal license. Once, once that, and the final piece was actually in, here in Hawk County, uh, uh, and I'll say this is a great place to do business. It really is. Uh, North, North Atlanta, with all the great attributes that we have uh, – this is a great place to, to do it, but uh, that was the final. Once once that once that municipal license was finished, that's when it was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is real, you know, it's, it's unreal. I'm so. licensed to do business. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. And and so you brought that up. We are and even though we have the Buford address. You're in Hall County. The the. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, we're we're particularly um, blessed because Sean's place may be about two minutes from my house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so wow. that's why we're dropping into the tasting room pretty often. <laughs> you can walk home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean, one of the things I was mentioning to you before we started the the program was that my observation has been that at one point, maybe a couple of decades ago, the custom was everybody was having cocktails with dinner or before a meal or whatever. And now it seems to me that things are rolling in your favor because more people, in my impression and observation, more people are opting for wine instead. Is, is that a trend that you're aware of? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, young people more so than, than ever um, – are wading into wine uh, and looking for experiences like winery experiences um, more than ever. I think social media helps helps with that a little bit too, and really pushing that younger crowd towards wine. Um, so yeah, we're definitely seeing that a lot, absolutely. And well, well, something as we're talking about that, and I think I, I want to get into that too a little bit about 
how we can make it more about than just going out and maybe having a glass of wine. There's a lot. There can be a lot more to it about learning about it oh, yeah. and learning the grapes and all that. I want you to talk about that. But I've got to ask Cloudland. Yeah. Just a cool sounding name, or do you have a? There's there, there's a story behind it. Yeah, Cloudland. So <clears throat> the site <clears throat> is so incredible where we are, and it, it it's it's part of what what locals around the Gainesville area would would call the Gainesville Ridge. At a broader scale, it'd be it'd be known as the uh, uh, Gaines uh, Blue Ridge Divide. Okay, and then even broader than that, it'd be known as the Eastern Continental Divide. And it literally is running right up 985, right up through here on the uh, east side of. Uh, if you're going, you know, northbound, it'd be on your right uh, of 985. Basically, that ridge line is the center line of the Eastern Continental Divide, and that's exactly where. Our, in fact, the, the the center line runs right through our tasting room, and so the benefit that that brings is is um the 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 site is amazing for grape growing it's amazing um and then so uh also being up on that ridge you're at 1300 feet with the rest of the surrounding average elevation being around 900 to a thousand wow so for us in georgia we're used to looking out our window and seeing trees up there it's this rare occasion for us in our our area to see more sky and clouds than trees uh so uh cloudland plus that's kind of where i live in my head most most of the time so uh, i thought that was cloudland i love that yeah yeah how many acres do you have we're about 10 and a half acres right now and uh we're looking to plant on all of that as a state vineyard but we're also uh, looking, and we can talk a little bit about this for our long-term goal, but mm-hmm. we're definitely looking for for uh, more expansion uh, from viticulture standpoint. Now, one of the things I think is really interesting is how Georgia wine in general has exploded in the last decade. Yeah, um, because for us, I mean, my wife and I for our 10-year anniversary went out to Napa, enjoyed Sonoma, and all those things, and we're really impressed. But I remember going out there now living as like an East Coaster. You know, you'd go mm-hmm. out to the West Coast and they're really proud of what they're doing out there. Mm-hmm. And for me and my wife, we had, I mean, probably seven years ago, had gone on a wine tour in North Georgia. So you go to Dahlonega and you go, you know, even over to like Young Harris. And we had no idea that there were like, you know, 10, 15 wineries out yeah. there uh, doing what they were doing. And so I'd be curious from you. Where do you see that kind of going? Mm. Because you guys now are like the next kind of natural progression of going. And I think especially for Atlanta folks is going, yeah, I would like to go to a winery, but Dahlonega is a really long way. Yeah. Buford's not a long way. Yeah. So I imagine you guys are running out of room pretty rapidly. Yeah. No, it's been amazing. And the one to find such a unique viticulture site Two, to find the grape for us in the southeast that's going to do good on that, which is Lamonto. That's we, that's a whole another segment, but uh, it's a magical dra- grape on a on a perfect viticulture site. Then you're free, like you're not tied to having to be in the North Georgia mountains. Um, you can be an urban winery, and so we've uh, found the perfect spot not only from a viticulture standpoint, but from a from an accessibility standpoint, uh, Atlanta's thirty minutes up the down, you know down the road, uh, and it's not a day trip. Mm-hmm. It's not a full day where you've you, you've you've exhausted your entire weekend or at least a full entire day. 
you could pop up to Cloudland for a couple of hours and be back home and still cut the grass and yep. you know do all the things that you need to do you know but uh, but yeah it's a great a great very convenient uh, location for the metro area and easy to get to right off of 985 yep. right there uh, on the the Lake Lanier Islands uh, Parkway exit right there and even for us one of the things that we loved that we thought you guys had done so well is there's outdoor space there's live music like you know just great singer songwriter kind of background the gig I used to do all the time to mm-hmm. make money is go play it at wineries yeah um, and then a tasting room and like you said because of its location it's not even like a half day trip Catherine and I will use it as like an early date night yeah. we'll pop over there for you know pre-dinner drinks yeah because it's just a beautiful spot to be and the wine happens to also be excellent yeah thank yeah. you very much yeah. yeah that's kind of the prerequisite the wine's got to be yeah. excellent <laughs> yeah. we know? wouldn't come back yeah. if it wasn't worth yeah, drinking yeah, it's yeah. beautiful but it's sour yeah. <laughs> and not just one or two They, we will, I want every single wine to be just absolutely uh, an an excellent uh, uh, expression of the variety, you know, and and really well done. And, uh, you know, so but but experience also is is where that's the intangible. That's the difference maker. And so convenience is one. But, you know, really, really good musical artists, up and coming music mm-hmm. artists that, mm-hmm. that are on their way growing. We want to be the right venue for, for good music. But we want to be that pre-date night uh, experience and create a really good experience. You know, that's that's you know the wine's got to be good, but the experience is what like that's that's our focus. That's what we're really trying. You're, to. you're speaking our language, right? Memorable yeah. experiences. So we come back. I want to talk a little bit more. I want to get into more detail about what can we if I drive up on the property. What is what? What am I going to get? Yeah. So let's dig into that and dig into where you're going. When we come back. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton. Carl Libba, we've been talking to Sean Wilburn with Cloudland Wines. We'll be right back on North Georgia Business Radio X. When we started talking about a winery, I was thinking, okay, we're going to be talking about somewhere up North Georgia, Dahlonega. Um, some of these wineries that we've had, we've had great guests on the show share those, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about going a little further south at Cloudland Wines, and we're talking to Sean Wilburn. And Sean, before we went to the break, um, we were talking a lot about how you got here, what you're doing now. But I would love to hear, you know, if somebody's listening, if I drive up to Cloudland, just just paint the picture for me. What can I do? Why should I come? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, real easy to get to. We're, we're right off of 985. Um, uh, take a ride on Friendship Road, uh, Lake Lanier Islands exit. And we're about 12, 1,200 feet from the exit ramp right there on the right, uh, kind of hidden by behind some trees. And we wanted it to be this urban winery experience, but also once you got there, you forgot where you are. You feel like you're somewhere, you know, far away, maybe North Georgia Mountains. And, and also, it was really important that when you got there, that the architecture, even the landscaping was all very native and real and in place, had a sense of place, um, so that the tone is set right away. Even even when you pull in the parking lot, the it's mulch, and the lines in the parking lot are darker colored mulch and grass. And, you know, just, want, just those little things Details. to just, like, really calm... 
you down. Our staff is amazing. We got the nicest group of folks. And so wine has this veil of snobbery that shrouds it and, and makes it hard to wade into without your defense mechanisms up. Uh, and we want to just drop that veil of round wine and make it an inviting, fun experience. So from the moment you, you pull in, it's inviting. You get in the door, nice folks, good wine. And a lot of people say, and this was our goal, is like, we want you to feel like you're in your own backyard or in your best friend's backyard with a cool fire pit. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we've got six fire pits for this fall and and winter, and people will hang out all through the winter around those fire pits. It's amazing. Huge roaring fires and uh, good music. And we've got food trucks on Friday and Saturdays. and, and tasting. So you could come uh, and, and do a tasting or a flight of all of the wines that we offer. Uh, you can do wines by the glass, by the bottle. We do some wine experiences. So if you want to dive a little bit deeper into the brand or, or into wine itself, there's some uh, monthly or quarterly events that we do where we really dive deeper into some stuff. So uh, And we try to make it where... You cater the experience that you're looking for rather than creating one thing and then you getting in line and us pushing you through it. You know, we want you to opt in, raise your hand and say, that's more for me. Or no, you know what? We're just here to hang out with the girlfriends and and talk amongst ourselves. We don't want to be bogged down with information right now. We just want to sip and enjoy. So those kind of things, we, you know, lots of options for you, for you to get into and, uh, growing is our big thing. We're growing a lot of grapes and, uh, expanding our vineyards constantly because what we found is, is that there is a need, there is a, uh, a, a growing industry of, of wines, of wineries in, in the state of Georgia, um, and creating an authentic experience that's close by a neighborhood kind of winery feel mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. But also with that growing industry, uh, there's not enough grapes to to sustain the amount of production that's going on. And so we're farmers first. We really grow wine grapes. That that's how we started. Um, and we want to continue doing that in this very special region of Georgia along that very special ridge, along with all these really awesome grapes that we're working with, but to the point where we're now a commercial grower supplying for all the other great, all the other wineries, or at least, oh. you know. I was going to ask uh, about distribution, so it's going out. Yeah, so, you know, rather than bringing grapes from other states, you know, we really want to do really awesome fruit that's unique to Georgia, unique to our region, very marketable, premium quality wines, Um but our Georgia, you know, right. and so rather than you ha- having to go out of state to get your fruit, we want to kind of build that that infrastructure for for wineries to as farmers to to provide that fruit. So that's kind of long term, super long term. Our goal, not super long term, but you know, uh, not immediate, but kind of like we were talking about layering the business over the years. That's kind of what we're doing now. We're just every year layering more and more on. I think our goal is about 60 acres uh, under management right now, or about wow. about 10. So we got a little bit more to go. 
And so what are the hours of the tasting room? You're saying we can come and do this. When yeah. would I be looking for that? Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're currently we close on Monday, Tuesday. Um, so we uh, open Wednesday, Thursday, 1 to 7. And then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 12 to 8. And a lot of folks, many wineries up in the mountains close around 5 or 6. We're, we're, we we stay open a little later, but a lot of people go, man, why do y'all close so early? You know, <laughs> I think we just want to keep hanging out. And it's like... Well, one one is really important. Talking about community, we want to be a good contribution to the community. Mm-hmm. And I always joke like nothing good happens after eight o'clock. So <laughs> it's too late. Yeah, yeah. So we want we want we we want to be safe. We want to send home people safe. But also, too, we're truly farming and like yeah. starting early in the morning and out work. in the farm and then <laughs> staying until nine or ten o'clock. At, you you've know. had a, you've had a lot of hours by then. Yeah. So by eight, we're tired. A lot of us are. We've been working all day in the vineyard. So yeah, we're we're tired. So <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Now, one of the things uh, as we talk, go ahead and tell people people was saying hey that sounds like a great i'm i'm already planning on coming down yeah i already, oh, already yeah. text i already text that we got a new date night okay good um so how do they find out website facebook what's the way to yeah um connect? so our, our facebook is is under construction right now our, our construction so we've got facebook at cloudland vineyards and winery and then uh uh, on Instagram at Cloudland Wines, yep. um, and we are constantly uh, putting information out on those two platforms uh, about our our live music, um, our food trucks, any wine releases, any events and things of that nature. You can stay abreast. I check all the emails, so if 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 you have a question or anything, you can always reach out to us on one of those. Uh, Blessy, our general manager. Or I will get back to you right away. And, uh, yeah, we're just doing all kinds of fun stuff, you know, we're trying to do uh, fun events. But we also have had folks do um, yoga uh, yoga on mm-hmm. Saturday mornings, doing some some good yoga. Bodies in Motion is a, is a place where I was uh, actually teaching a little bit of yoga and of going and getting were. yoga. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> Uh, and, That's uh, and so the great business and we, I wanted to promote them. And so we're doing, doing, uh, doing yoga on Saturday mornings and, uh, um, but also have, uh, Lindsay Lou. I don't know if, uh, if you're, if you follow a lot of bluegrass and, uh, up and coming, uh, jam bands, uh, Lindsay Lou's playing in October, October 16th. Uh, Levi Lowry. I was about to say, I just saw just his name on played. here. Yeah. Like Levi and I have played Eddie's Attic together. Awesome. So the fact that you could go to a winery for free in the tasting room area, because you're not charging admission to hear this that music, was, right? That was, a, that was a free show. That's wow. amazing. And Levi Lowry's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll pack out a room at Red Clay here oh, in yeah. Duluth, and yeah. that'll be 25 35 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Come here for free over yeah. at Cobland. That's impressive. Yeah, man. so check out our lineup of music for August. Just another just amazing month of great music. Uh, and uh, Bruce Hornsby, we're, we had for October. What? And... He, because of COVID, he he had to make up a show that got canceled, and that bumped us. So we're pushing for spring to have Bruce there. But yeah, we're going big, man. We're going big. For those of you who don't know who Bruce Hornsby is, Tupac sampled his song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wrote a song called "Mandolin Rain." Uh, yeah. Go listen to that on Spotify right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah, we're just uh, we want to be awesome. You know, it's, it's just what we want to be a good place to. To a, a good employer, 
uh, and a great place to work. We want to be a great asset to the community and give back so much. You know, that's the biggest reward. So we're just eager to give back. Um, we want to make smoking good wine. We want to grow awesome grapes and, and turn agriculture back on to, you know, in this part of our Georgia, you know. And, uh, yeah, and any other awesome ideas you guys have, please. I love it. No, I'm thinking of, like, client events, things yeah. we could set up up there. It would be really cool. Well, so here's the deal, guys. Uh, we've been talking to Sean Wilburn with Cloudland Wines. And, Sean, thank you so much for being on the show today. Mm, pleasure, man. So anybody out there who's listening that like, might like music might like wine might just like a good experience i think we got something for you yeah all right i'm bo henderson here with dr bill lampton carl Lippa. and again we've been talking about cloudland wines with sean wilburn we'll see you next week same time same place right here on north georgia business radio x you've been listening to north georgia business radio x with bo henderson what local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program let us know just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.